banks of the Great River, high above the Allure Gorge. This is the Buzzer Podcast. Indie music, new releases, industry insiders, out-of-the-box conversations with guests from the true north, from the west coast to the east coast, to across the pond, and from down under. And now, here is Shay. Hey, y'all. I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast, independent music releases, global coverage. Welcome and enjoy. Episode 69, First Music History for August the 9th. Today in 1995, Jerry Casilla, guitarist and singer from The Grateful Dead, died from a heart attack at the Serenity Knowles Rehabilitation Clinic in San Fran at age 53. Garcia co-founded the New Riders of the Purple Sage and also released several solo albums. Garcia ranks 13th in Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Guitarists of All Time. Rest in peace, Jerry. Today we have XS. XS is a Malaysian singer-songwriter. She creates witty modern pop songs with a twist. She is praised for her catchy hooks and narrative lyricism that takes inspiration from her personal experiences. XS also uses her platform to advocate for female empowerment and celebrating who you are. Enjoy the show. Well, hello, Serene. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, thank you for accommodating. Uh, We're actually several hours apart. I'm here in Canada and you're in Singapore. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. We could <laughs> connect. Right. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, so uh, you are based in Singapore right now, but you're from Malaysia, and you're putting out really great music. You just put out an album, uh, "Good Girls Don't Speak Their Minds." Uh, we're going to listen to two tracks from the album today, and uh, I'm very excited about that. Can you tell Thank me? You. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's nice that you connected with me. Uh, can you tell me uh, about your background? I've read that you're classically trained and uh, also have experience as an artist in multiple genres, which is very impressive. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I uh, grew up with a lot of um, different uh, growth influences from many different genres. So yeah. I first started with classical. And I think the first thing that I started hearing, listening to uh, was like a lot of orchestra music and musicals. Mm-hmm. And then I took up some classical singing lessons when I was nine years old. Then uh, when I was in high school, I decided to take up pop singing lessons instead. Um, and that's also when I started listening to a lot more genre, such as um, hip hop, um, electronic, uh, country, um, jazz, Latin, and so on. So in college, I started putting um, covers of uh, international pop songs and musicals on YouTube and Facebook. Then it was last year, 2020. Sorry. Can you give me some of the covers that you did? 
oh yeah sure so like some of the pop songs that I did were probably like uh, from like Taylor Swift Ariana Grande Shawn Mendes and so on oh wow and I also yeah <laughs> and I also did some uh, covers of musicals that I like such as The Sound of Music um, La La Land and so on yeah <laughs> You know, my favorite musical is just funny that uh, I would classical extra. So one of my first loves of music was the opera Mikado. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that honestly, I loved it. I knew every word by heart, every word. <laughs> so I kind of get that. <laughs> so you started doing covers and you were very successful on YouTube, I believe the viewership of that was over 1.6 million. Yeah, I mean, I did so many covers um, and I did for many years. Mm -hmm. So that's where, you know, the views came from. (laughs) And and you began writing your own originals uh, last year? Yeah, that's right. It started as a challenge, actually. I wanted to see if I could write original songs mm-hmm. so I gave myself a um like a mini challenge of writing two songs a week for an entire year that was my goal oh wow um yeah I know <laughs> and later that year um uh, which is later last year I met up with a producer that is based in Singapore and then yeah the rest is history we started uh, making music together and I released three singles and the album this year. Mm-hmm. And are you speaking about Hanky, Hanky Tavakoli? Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's the producer I'm working with. He's quite accomplished. Quite accomplished. Yeah. Um, a multi-platinum music producer over 18 years yeah, of experience. Right. Yeah. So, so what's it like working with him? Oh, it's such a privilege to work with him because he has so much experience um, working with artists from all around the world and working on different genres as well. Yeah, so, he's, he's worked with yeah. Adele and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, he would tell me um, stories of his experiences working with them sometimes. And yeah, it's really uh, very inspiring. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 I, I was amazed. I was uh, I hopped onto his profile after reading yours and he's quite accomplished and kudos to you for getting his attention. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. He mentors over 80, uh, 80 artists from uh, 24 countries in all genres. Quite impressive. Yeah, I'm really lucky. <laughs> Was your family musical? Like your loving music, did it come from your family or was it something that you did in a different path? Like is anybody else in your family musical? Uh, No, but they love music. So even though they're not um, doing anything uh, related to music for their career, but since I was growing up, they were always playing music at home. So um, I, I guess that's where the influences come from. So you started with piano. Um, mm-hmm. to have you picked up other instruments over the years? 
Uh, yes, actually, in high school, I did try um, playing drum set. Drums. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> and do you do you still play the drums? No, unfortunately, no. Yeah, but I'm still sticking with like piano. Uh, so your instruments, your vocals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair. It's fair. So the best singers in the world don't play an instrument. You know, <laughs> just don't have to. Um, so let's talk about the first track one last time. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a bit about that story? Sure. So one last time is about um, me being in love with a bad boy. So knowing that the relationship is doomed to end, but I couldn't control myself because I was completely smitten by his irresistible charm. So I attempt to move on, but I struggle to let it go. Is it from a personal experience? Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. I, I thought so when I was listening to the lyrics. That's awesome. It's a great track. And we're going to listen to it now one last time. Last 
So what is your creative process, Serene? So I usually start with a topic or a story that I want to tell. Then I would start jotting down um, phrases in my notepads, which, which would eventually be turned into lyrics. Then I would sit in front of my keyboard and um, try different chords and sing to it. Then I would, after I finished the song, I would uh, record a demo on my phone and bring it to the studio to share it with my producer. And then we would discuss the arrangement and beats afterwards. So you do all that prior to going into the studio? Yes, that's right. And is that that way with every song? Um, yeah, actually. So, um, and also because a lot of songs were written prior to meeting um, my producer. So at the beginning, at least the first um, one to two months, we were uh, going through all the songs that I wrote because there were quite a lot of them. And we sat down and discussed like what other songs that we want to um, release it and whether it should be a single or it should be an album. Mm -hmm. So what message or theme do you have from the album Good Girls Don't Speak Their Minds? So uh, the album centers around a theme of female empowerment. I want to send the message of um, being proud of who you are and speak up because I feel like um, girls are constantly being told what we can or cannot do, you know, be it how we dress, what we say, how we behave and so on. There are just so many rules. And I wanted to challenge that societal expectations and idea of what a good girl should be. Mm -hmm. And also just openly speak my mind. Therefore, um, in the album, you can find songs of me, you know, openly declaring my love, admitting my mistakes, revealing uh, vulnerabilities, showing my sense of humor, or um, expressing my sexuality, or even clapping against like um, misogynistic comments and trolls. Well, you definitely were successful in doing that. Uh, it's a, it's a great album. It's actually a full album with uh, 10 tracks. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. A lot of artists are throwing out EPs uh, this uh, now. I'm impressed mm -hmm. with the full album. The, al the tracks on the album yeah. were all the songs written in 2020 when you decided to start writing originals. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's awesome. And what made you choose your chosen genre? You identify as a pop artist, right? do you not? Yeah. And why did you choose that? Well, I think in recent years, um, I definitely listen to pop songs the most. Mm -hmm. And that is the genre that I'm most uh, familiar with now and um, more comfortable in writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, it suits your voice. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you. So we're going to hear Night Shift right now, and then we're going to talk about the song when we come back.
Baby, you know I'm a workaholic. I can love you all night, don't need no sleep. Tell me what are your wildest dreams? I'll make them happen between the sheets. Baby, I'm willing to work overtime. We don't have to follow that night to five. You make everything feel so right. Let's start at midnight and a sunrise. I, I am a walking night shift. Curious about the story behind the. Um, <laughs> it, it, I love the track. It was really interesting. Can you tell me a bit about it? like what experience did you draw from? Well, night shift is the most central song of the album, and it basically expresses the desire to share intimacy with um, the lover, and it talks about the things that um, I want to do. To him in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got the message. I'm like, whoa, this is really. Uh, it, was, it was it was it was awesome. It's actually quite uplifting. I I liked it. So that's what it's about. All night sex. Yeah. All night sex. <laughs> I thought it was yeah, like yeah. I don't know how to I don't know how to say this on the air. 
But yeah, cool. Well, you said, I definitely got the message. Love the track. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything Thank else you. to say about it? I wanted, okay, so at first I was um, contemplating whether I should put this song out because I come from a very traditional Asian family. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing with my producer a lot um, in the studio. I was like, you know, my parents are probably going to kill me if they, if they know what is this song about. <laughs> yeah, well, do, do they know what the song is about? We don't talk about it, so maybe they know, maybe. <laughs> well, they will if they listen to the podcast, right? Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. No, I'm, I'm blown away because I'm going, I'm listening to it. And I'm going, no, nah, it's not about that. No. I got, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, your message was loud and clear. It was really good. I really good. Um, and uh, the, I've listened to the rest of the album. It's outstanding. I recommend anybody to take it a full listen. Do you have any future projects coming up? Or are you concentrating on getting out this album? Have you looked at doing some tours or gigs? Um, currently, yeah, I'm still focusing a lot on pushing this album, um, you know, reaching out to more people. But at the same time, I'm, we are also uh, starting on like uh, new singles. And uh, for the future, and yeah, there will be more singles oh. coming uh, later this year. Can you tell us the name of the song? Uh, the song is called Twenty Four Seven. Oh, that's great! What channel is best to follow you? So you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the official XS. There, I share my latest music releases, interviews, and behind the scenes. For TikTok, there are more of like fun comedy videos, not really music related. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, TikTok's becoming a, a thing with a lot of artists lately. Yeah, yeah. a lot of artists uh, just go on and do random videos. Is that what you do? Yeah, actually, I make a lot of um, different videos on uh, some on relationships, some about my Asian mom. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump on it. I'm on TikTok. Oh, really? TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but I, I haven't became, I only joined it because several artists that I follow are very active on TikTok. So I sort of there as a stalker <laughs> watching, you know, to see how it is and that. And, and I'll be honest with you, the some of the issues with uh, child safety oh, led me to right. perhaps not, uh, not be involved with it. But um, I'm finding that it's becoming a more credible platform. Mm -hmm. I also, uh, several legacy artists from Canada, like, uh, um, I don't have them off the top of my head. I believe Brandy Bachman and a couple others uh, are on TikTok now. So uh, the music industry is starting to take notice. And I've noticed more and more artists are sharing glimpses of them in the studio, um, uh, pre-release uh, snippets of a song, 
things mm -hmm. like that, you know, so you know what it is with social media. This is always the next best thing, yeah. right? Then yeah. you end up with 10 handles and you're going, why? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed having you on the show. I love your music. Um, I want you to keep in touch because I really think you're doing a lot of great things. And uh, before we go, I wanted to know um, your take on women in the industry. If there was anything about the industry you could change as a woman mm. regarding the music of women in the industry, what mm. would that be? To be honest, I think um, some of it, I have not experienced it myself, but I've definitely witnessed it or observed throughout the years. Okay. Uh, one of it would be, well, the first one would be um, the industry tends to favor and value younger females more. It feels as if, you know, after a certain age, um, the artist might become less desirable or less relevant. Mm -hmm. And I think the second thing would be female artists tend to be under much more scrutiny. Um, and they're often judged for things outside of their work as well, a lot more. Mm -hmm. And the third thing would probably be um, female artists tend to be, um, people tend to compare them to one another or pitch against one another. It's as if like, you know, you have to choose between A or B, but you know, you can actually celebrate both at the same time. So I feel like the um, music industry can definitely be much more um, positive in that sense in, you know, celebrating women artists more. And do you think social media is one of the reasons that happens? Um, yeah, I think so, because social media is definitely creating an uh, additional platform for people to um, scrutinize you on. Yeah. I agree with you. Thank you for sharing that. Do you have any other thoughts um, about music, in particular, uh, your culture that needs to be talked about? Yeah, so I do hope to see more Asian representation in the mainstream music industry. I observe there are more, you know, Asian faces uh, coming up in recent years. Um, that is something that unfortunately I didn't really um, get to experience or see when I was growing up. So mm -hmm. um, seeing that change uh, nowadays is, um, yeah, a really positive thing. And I hope to see more of that in the future. Well, definitely. We're, a lot of great music is coming uh, out of the Asian community. Yeah. And I agree with you. There should be more representation. Well, thank you for being on the show. Um, I look forward to hearing the release coming out later in July. And uh, I enjoyed having you on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I also enjoy uh, chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you all for tuning in to the Buzzer Podcast. Thank you to the artists on today's show. The show wouldn't happen without your music. 
episodes run Mondays and Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Follow us on Instagram at the Buzzroll Media and on Twitter at the Buzzer Indie. Subscribe feast at thebuzzerpod.com. The Buzzroll Media has sponsored this podcast. Music is provided by Kevin Estrella, Pyramids on Mars, On Air Indie, from iPad to yours, over the airways. Have a good one. See you next episode. Cheers.